You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. This is Iris. And this is Jamie. And today we are going to be talking about, um, oh my gosh, self-perception. I forgot. <laughs> Imposter <laughs> syndrome, right? No, no, I switched oh. it. So I switched it because I couldn't find a good question about imposters, like self. You're kidding me. No. So like if you find something, we can talk about it another time. Yes, I will. I'm surprised you. <laughs> I couldn't find a single okay. thing. Well, I shouldn't say I will. If you struggle, I probably will too. But like maybe not. Like you might have more resources than I do. I don't know. Like there are no good. We'll like see. there there are people talking about how they felt, but like yeah. nobody who had like an actual a question. Like a question. It was yeah. more so just like I'm in this situation and like this is what's going on with me, but like less about. Yeah, the, but imposter syndrome is about your perception. I think so. So, so it's kind, kind of, of similar self perception, yeah. imposter syndrome. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of almost the same. Almost kind of the same. A Maybe bit. a more positive way to look at it. Sure. Like, and yeah. also, you could believe like that you're really great and you could actually be a sh- piece of shit. That might just yeah. be how you perceive yourself. Lots of people just came to mind that <laughs> I think um, are like that. You're like, oh, I know lots of people. Too many of them in politics. Well, I mean, I think it's a, by the time I wonder when this comes out, by the time this comes out, we should know who the Democratic nominee is, and then that person will have to, like, start dealing with Donald. So poor them. Dealing with Diane. Whoever that person is. I'm so sorry for you. I'm sure it's probably not going to be a fun six months, seven months, eight months. How long is that? I I mean, I don't know. I if they win, hopefully, maybe it'll be longer. I, I don't know. It's got to be eight months because it's until November. So it's like March. Well, right, but they've also, like, if they win, I'm thinking, like, there's, like, a handing of the, handing over of. Oh, you mean if they beat Donald? I was yeah. just talking about them getting through the primary. <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying, like, it's going to be a long eight months of dealing with Donald Trump. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, regardless of what the end is, you will still have to, like, talk to him have him tweet about you berate you on national television well like but no a lot of people he already tweets about that have nothing to do with i know but like i'm sure he's mentioned all of them at a certain point but like it'll be targeted it'll be like no i i get what you're saying and also his posse if the hillary clinton email thing would have even been a thing if she wasn't the presidential nominee going against donald right specifically right right so, so yes we'll know by the time this comes out we'll know who it will be because i think right now it's well, pretty although we didn't last time around bernie was still in the mix but like wait but the march the march ones that's when we do the primaries 
correct, but we might not know who the nominee is because Bernie was still, like, Bernie and Hillary were still in it, I think, at this point. Bernie didn't, I don't think Bernie got out of the race until pretty soon before the convention, from what I remember. But isn't the Democratic convention in March? I was thinking you were talking about the primary. I don't think the Democratic convention's in March. Some of the primaries aren't until the summer. So that sucks. I thought we would know by March. No. I'm like so sad and tired of no, doing it, this. Unless there's like a really big front runner, but probably. Ew, uh, probably you just dashed the, my hopes. I I'm was like sorry. so hopeful this shit would be over. I'm like tired of listening to all of them. There's like a thousand of them. I'm like, can somebody well, quit? Well, some people have dropped out. There's still like at least 12. And every week, like right now when we're I mean, recording. Yeah, and then Bloomberg did slip in. So yeah, that and now all I see is commercials with my, and I'm just like. What is happening? Yeah, it's so sad, too, because you think about, like, what he could be putting that money towards, like, you know, world hunger, but he's putting it towards an ad for, Lots like, of commercials. a presidential election that he'll pro- he probably has no chance of winning. It doesn't appear that he does, but who knows? Like, it's kind of like a circus at this point. I'm like, I don't know who's, in, who's, in, who's winning. Like, this just happened. This podcast is, like... Right after the Iowa caucuses, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, Pete our dem- democracy is falling apart. Pete Buttigieg was like the lead, and I was like, Buttigieg? "Wait, oh whatever." I don't know what his name <laughs> is. I don't know what his name is. The guy from Indiana. I'm, I'm actually surprised that I know what his name is. I mean, he's really popular. Like, I, I know who he is. Well, he's kind of similar to Trump in one way. Oh, I'm what not is it? Say in a lot of ways, but that I think people think he's outside of politics. Mm. Right? Even though he's, he's a mayor? Yeah, but he's young. He's not like an insider in Washington no. like Bernie or or Warren, right? Like they have been around for a while. Or Biden, right? Yeah. Biden is the essence of insider. Yeah, he's well, an I mean, insider he's for sure. been forever. So I think that's what I mean. Okay. And it's a little bit different because, yeah, Trump was fully outside businessman. Yes. Pete, I think, is a little bit different, but I think he's seen... He's a small town mayor. Exactly. He's it's not he, even the biggest city in Indiana, like, by far. It's very small. Right, right. Yeah, and he's gay. A, right, he is gay. This is true. So... Who knows? We'll see what happens, but I'm sorry to dash your hopes. I know. I was so excited because I'm so sick of all of them, actually. Like, I've had enough. I'm like, I feel like I'm okay with just about any of you at this point. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Can we just get it over with? Yeah. I'm tired of talking to them. I like I've been engaging with them directly. I'm like, I'm so tired of talking (laughs) to all of you. You know, there is one thing that I did yesterday that I didn't talk about because we're recording um, two podcasts together, but, um, it's, it was, it kind of, I, cause I get what you mean, mean about like, I'm so tired of all this and it's just like hard to really have faith in the process at all. And what are we even doing anymore? And it doesn't even matter. I mean, there was a statistic that like eight 18% of the population votes on like a majority or a hundred percent. I mean, it was so, it, it does make you really and that, that's not a democracy. I don't even know what we have now, but I think a lot of people are questioning, like, is it really democracy? Um, which, to me, it's always been a republic because we actually nominate people then to make choices. So right. that is a republic, not a democracy. But anyways, I yesterday canvassed for a local politician. Oh, nice. Uh, she's not even my representative. She's a representative in another district for the state level. Cool. And I think we often forget about how important local government is. Like, for example, state government is 
uh, or state representatives for the federal government are the ones who are making all the decisions about districts, mm-hmm. right? And we know that that's a huge deal in the Electoral College. Yeah. And that redistricting has been part of the issue here, right, with elections and everything um, because of how they've been redistricted to yeah. work more in the favor of Republicans. So she's actually a state uh, representative for she's actually at the state level okay. but still I think it's cool to get involved and she's a former social worker oh, very so cool. that's how I got really wanted to be involved in her campaign because um I even though she's not in my district I just thought I you want to help yeah I want to support a social worker she's pretty progressive I'm pretty progressive Sorry, we're talking very politically here today, that's so I okay. hope that's okay for people. But well, anyways, you could just turn it off. It was just or like real. Forward. It was cool to see the process at its roots, right? Like grassroots. This yeah. was really like there was four of us, including the candidate, and she's currently in. She was appointed, so she's currently the representative, which is cool. Yeah, and we're like going around knocking on doors, having her talk to people. She's like going into people's homes, answering their questions. It was really cool to see the process at work. That is cool. I yeah. think that that's awesome. Hopefully she wins. I hope so. There are two other people, and apparently it's kind of uh, a tight race in some okay. ways. I don't know how tight, but that's what the campaign uh, coordinator was telling me. So, um, But she, I think she's pretty cool. Her name's Lindsay LaPointe. She's in the 17th District. Um, but I don't know the other candidates. They could be really cool, too. I guess one's like a comedian. One's a retired nurse carpenter okay i think very Um, good for them yeah everyone can be cool but we're gonna say we like the one that you know i yeah i mean it's it's, nicer when you know someone to like like someone better than a social worker running from my point of view but and that you know like it's you know i think that if all if we got to meet all of the candidates like personally you probably would have a better idea of what you would like Mm -hmm. i mean like if you knew like if you got a chance to truly engage with them yeah no it's true so but that's just not possible so at this point i'm just like okay guys whoever <laughs> figure it, your shit out yeah well, any th- this will this will be fine yeah, i don't maybe you can hibernate until like july yes and then then i'll just be like okay you you there i'm on board i mean maybe i will be some of them i don't even like so we'll just see what happens well i don't know i think for many people at this at, at a lot of presidential elections it's felt like uh, I have to be on board with someone because they're better than this person that I really can't stand. So, and I think there are people on both sides of the coin with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's time around. So let's see, like I've only been able to vote for, I voted in the first election that Obama was elected mm-hmm. and obviously the second one. And then this last one. So just three for me that I've actually been able to vote in. And I will say for all three of them, I actually really liked all the people that I voted for. This is the only time where I felt like... Oh, so you don't really like any of the presidential nominees? I don't really love any of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay with some of them. Okay. And then there's some that I'm like, I really don't like, and I won't say... I'll tell you later, but, like, yeah, some of them I'm like, I really don't like. But the rest of them I'm like, I could be convinced. I'm an undecided, but only... I'm decided that I don't like Donald, but I'm undecided <laughs> on these other guys about gotcha. how I feel. Gotcha. But I've decided that I definitely don't like Donald. I feel firm in you that decision. Okay. I feel firm in my decision I that I don't to like. Him. You on that one. It's. I mean, people have tried. I'm just not going to sure be able to have. do it. It's I'm not sh- going to work. You, yeah, that I feel firm about. Okay. So, other than that, have you been up to anything else? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think that's pretty much it. So, what have I been doing? I read 
I started reading Jessica Simpson's book. Okay. And it was... Okay, so the problem, I think, of why I wasn't able to finish it is because she was reading it. And I like her so much, but I couldn't listen to her read it. It was too much. I couldn't. Oh, boy. It was not. It was. Yeah, I can't. That, that is really Like, if you think about her voice, like, it was, like, yes. reading it for seven yes. hours. And I like her, but I was like, mm. I can't. I cannot listen to this. But I did get, like, some highlights of what happened in the book um, from other yeah, it's people. Been, it's been... Um... Well, and there's really, been articles that have come out about what the book's about. Yeah, so, like, I didn't realize that she had... I actually was always thinking to myself, like, wow, like, Jessica Simpson is okay. But then, like, hearing all the things about this book, I'm like, you have not been okay this whole time. Like, you are... Mm. We are concerned about you. Because mm-hmm. we always know that, like, you know, Britney Spears is not okay. Like, we, we get it. We're like, we know. You're like, okay, you shaved your head. We, um, yes. And yes, also, if you follow me. her on Instagram now, which I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. I love her. Uh-huh. I had to unfollow her because it's so, it's sad to watch her. It's, it's so. It, really? Yes. Like, I don't know why. Like, I think I'm really sensitive. But, like, watching her, like, makes me sad because, like, she is, like, a little bit older than me. But I feel like we grew up together. Like, I listened to her. I always mm-hmm. felt like. How old is she now? I think maybe she's 38. Okay, yeah, I thought she was late 30s. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, like, the music, and, like, I always felt, like, just very, like, I get her. Like, Mm -hmm. she's similar to me. Like, not really, but, like, like, the music was fun. Like, I just relate to her. I could relate to her. And then now I'm just like, girl, like, I feel so worried about her. Like, every day that they don't announce that she's dead, I'm always, like, really happy. I feel that level of concern. It's scary if you look at her account. Like she doesn't look like she's there. It's it's sad. Oh, so like she for, looks like vapid. Like she like is vague. There's no like just like she's not making eyes. sense. Like oh okay. It just doesn't seem like. It just, and the funny thing is, is that like you know what I've what I've come to um, learn is that some celebrities. I don't know if it's most, but like they don't even do their own accounts. They I have think other Brittany does. That manage their accounts. I think Brittany does, and that's why we're sad. Okay. If you ever read anything about, like, people who like Britney Spears and her social media, the consensus is that we're all, like, a little, like... We're all a little concerned. Like, are you okay? Yes. It's concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's obvious that she does it herself. Mm-hmm. And it's concerning. It's, like, mm-hmm. weird stuff. I won't go into it. That could be an entire podcast on its own of the stuff that happens on her Instagram. Wow. But anyway, so it was kind of like, but Jessica Simpson, I was always like, oh, she's a little bit like. Yeah, you didn't know she had an eating disorder and. Alcoholic, sexually abused when she was a child, that she, like, I didn't know any of, obviously. You know, when I read that, that she was sexually abused as a child, I immediately thought about her dad. Because I know her dad's like. It seems like in the book. Super conservative and pastor and all this stuff. And I wonder what his. Well, it sounds like she, like, they kind of didn't talk about it. That makes me sad. Like, oh wait, I think I did read that too. That he didn't ever really. It was just to not acknowledged. Or, yeah, it was yeah. just kind of like okay. It was really sad. It was super sad, and um, but I was also just surprised at like her relationship with Nick and like just that whole. Situation. What did she talk about there? That he was a great guy, but like she just didn't know herself enough to be a good wife to him. Oh. That uh, makes perfect sense based absolutely. on the show that they, the reality show they did. Yes, and that he was, like, very absent and just, like, they just didn't actually connect because everything was so surface. Like, she was a good girl and, like, she just didn't really know herself, so they just had this, like, not great mm-hmm. marriage. She said the, Yeah, she said the one thing she regrets is that she didn't sign a prenup. But what's funny 
is that like he was the rich one when they got married but by the time they got divorced she was like way more famous so she ended up having to pay him Mm. out for it and she's like that's my biggest regret she's like he's great and everything i'm really happy for where he is but she was like i should have signed the prenup and i was like really sad her life is sad she cheated on uh nick what's his name Nick Lachey. Okay, sure, yeah. Wow. Whatever. Like, she cheated on the guy from 90. You thought I didn't know 50 Cent, and you don't know Nick's last name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I literally if almost... You're listening to yeah, this, Nick, if I'm you're really listening sorry. to this, I'm so sorry. I prefer Nick Carter. That's a true... That's what? A true statement. You prefer Nick Carter? If I had to pick one of the Nicks, that would be the one. Oh, wait. Okay, no. I thought you were saying Aaron Carter. Absolutely like, not. in a boy band, but you're saying Nick Carter. Okay. Aaron Carter's another one who's on watch. We're afraid for him. He's in okay. a dark space. I wouldn't even choose either. I see, I, yeah, I don't know that I would choose either one, but it's cool. Okay, if you had to pick a Nick, which Nick would you pick? Nicholas Cage. Oh, I didn't know we were only picking Nick. Yeah, we're just picking Nicks. Oh. I said if I had to pick a Nick, I would pick Nick Carter. Do you know who I thought of, but this is not who I picked? No, pick. who would it be? Nick Nolte. <laughs> You know what? Actually, that is that is who you pick. That is your pick. No, no, it wouldn't be my pick. But I, I have to think about. Does it include a Nicholas? Sure. Yes. Okay. I don't know Nicholas, but I did. All right. Well, you think about it. You think about what Nick. I think. I think I would. I'm trying to think between Nick Carter and Nick Lachey, who I would pick. I think I would pick Nick Lachey. All right. Yeah. That's fair. He's got a better family. He seems more healthy than Nick Carter. Nick Absolutely. Carter just has had issue after issue after and issue. And his family is insane. Right. So you got a better family if you're picking Nick Lachey. So if we're talking about that, then you, you win. But Nick Carter. Should that be the name of this episode? <laughs> Who's the best Nick? Yeah, which Nick? Nick <laughs> Carter or Nick Lachey? Yes, that should be the title of this episode. I will make it so. Okay. So anyway, that was a sad, that was sad. I didn't finish it, but it was interesting and everybody's talking about it. So that was good. Um, I did actually end up watching the Taylor Swift documentary. Oh, you did? I didn't. I did. I binge watched it last night. You know, Facebook really wants me to watch it because it keeps giving me these stupid, I think they are these stupid fucking fake articles about like. Taylor really wants this that we learned in the documentary. Like, if what does she really want us to learn? To, um, like, oh, she really wants to keep things private. Or another one was like, yes, actually, I believe that. <laughs> Taylor Swift's documentary. Okay, it was really good. It was really, really? good. Yes, it was. Okay, it I'll was, watch it then. Yeah, it was good, but it did was. Did you awesome. like her more? Like, you, did you have more? Respect oh my for gosh! So here, it? so it was really okay. Wait, hold on. Let me back up. It was really good. Like, Mm well-produced. But it was, like, nothing surprising. Okay. It was kind of like Taylor Swift letting you know as much about her life as you already know. Okay. Um, But, like, if you have an hour or so to spend, it was, was like, a work... It was only an hour? Yeah, like, maybe an hour and a half. Okay. Maybe, like, it wasn't very long. Okay. It was easy to watch. Um... Have you ever seen Lady Gaga's? I really liked her. No, see, I feel like I would... That would probably be more open, right? Like, she's very open. Taylor... I feel like you do, like, I, at the beginning of it, when she was talking about how she just really needed people's approval, and, like, she just, if she didn't get people's approval, like, it made her feel very sad, and, like, it really shut her down. That part of it, I was like, okay, like, that's good. Like, this idea. She was being vulnerable. Yes. But then it kind of just, like, went into a place of where she was just back to being Taylor, and I was like, that's literally probably the emotions I felt. At the beginning, I was like... When they showed that she was 19 when Kanye walked on stage and did that to her, and you could really, like, look at her face and just hear how she felt, I actually felt like 
incredibly sad for her. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. She became famous with her first song about Tim McGraw at 15. Yeah. So and I knew her at that. I mean, oh, me I, too. I like. I didn't know her personally, but you I didn't knew, meet her. You I didn't... knew uh, the song and I knew she yeah. came out. Some people didn't. I don't know. that. I like Taylor Swift better. I liked her, her music more better. country stuff than I like her I, pop stuff. I was more of a fan of that stuff than I am now. But I, I um, agree and disagree. I think her per, pop, her first pop album was is that twenty three the most revolutionary one of the most revolutionary things is that I've 20, ever heard. Is it twenty three? Um, isn't it nineteen ninety something? Okay, yeah. Wait, you're thinking of Adele. Sure. Adele does the twenty, but she came out with it when she was twenty three. Maybe I okay. think it was like nineteen ninety nine or eighteen eighty nine nineteen eighty nine because that's when she birth, was born. Yeah. Um, I, I did like that, that one. Album is uh, so amazing. And then she so came out with ways. Red after that. No, Red was the one before that. That was oh. the country album. Okay, because that okay. was the one like she had the one song that was like I'm never ever ever getting we're never ever ever getting back together and then Got we it. always get back together. Yes, yeah, like Life Story. Mm-hmm. But I like that one. And then I did like I think I like 1989 too. But I've never yeah, been and like then a- after that. I don't know what happened. She got weird. Uh, I don't think I ever really, like, love, love Taylor Swift, but then at that point, she actually kind of disclosed without disclosing that she had an eating disorder, and I think she just oh, had I didn't some, know that, but it doesn't surprise me. She had some things going on, like, she kind and that's why I say is, like, I feel like eventually she'll come out with another documentary that will be, like, the real truth. I feel like this one was kind of, like, sort well, of the truth. I mean, I think the fake article or real article was talking about, like, good for her for still having some privacy, which I agree. I mean, I think people are entitled to make choices Absolutely. about how private or how not private they want to be. Yeah, I completely agree. It was just, um, I, it didn't make me like her anymore than I do. Gotcha. Which okay. is not a lot. Well, that's good to know. But I did feel bad I like for that. her. That's a good way of giving a review. Yeah, it was, it. it was good. And like, I didn't. It's like exactly what you expected. It was very Taylor. Yeah. Like, I yeah. felt like. And I would say with Lady Gaga, but now I didn't know her, but I definitely have more respect for her after seeing that documentary. I, like, really like the documentaries, and it's no one's thing that they owe us to explain anything or do anything. No. I just always, like, I like personally the voyeur who watches true crime and reality TV. I like the ones where it's like, this feels like you're exposing yourself. I really like yeah, those. Yeah, you like the vulnerability. Also, though, maybe the reason why I don't. Okay, here's a fun fact. If this documentary for like was done for Beyonce, but was the same where we didn't really get to learn anything about Beyonce, but it was just like her music and her performing, which Beyonce has done before, mm-hmm. I would have probably liked it more. But like this, ah, so but you like Beyonce more than Taylor, not really. Right? Not oh, you don't like her not, music more. No, somebody. One of my friends. I'm sorry for assuming that. No, I guess. that's okay. Everybody I likes Beyonce. We like about I, that before yeah, like something. I'm like an, I'm, I like Beyonce and Taylor Swift the same. Okay. Like I would never go and buy like an album of theirs. But if somebody gotcha. was like, but see, so the question should be if Lizzo. Because you really like yes. Lizzo, right? So yes. if Lizzo had a documentary like this. I would be okay. But, like, the thing is, like, I can't imagine that Lizzo would. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like she's already. And that's part of why you like Yeah, her, like, right? she's already just shaking her nude ass on television already right now. I saw her titties on Instagram this morning. Whoa. Yeah, it's like, I feel like. I didn't know that. 100%. Like, she's always, like, she's always, like, very exposed in who she is. So I'm just like, I wouldn't be, like, it would be weird, actually, if she did a documentary like this. I'd be like, well, what was, what was that about? I know more about you from your Instagram. Um, like, she told us about, like, her dad dying and everything else when we were at her concert. It was, she cried. It was, she's very, wow. like, open. 
Taylor does seem a little bit more guarded, like Beyonce does too. Like yeah. for a while, well, she's grown up in this, so yes. I kind of get it. I mean, Absolutely, that's probably... what she was saying. Oh, okay. She was like, you know, I feel like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. She was like very nervous to release information, and her people were kind of being shitty to her about telling, like, encouraging people to go out and vote. Like, wow. they were, you That's gotta so watch it. Up. They were being really shitty to her. Okay. Like, she was crying because they were like, we don't think it's a good idea that you go out and you say, like, what your opinion is. And she's like, I have to. This person doesn't support women at all. Like, and she had to fight them to be able to say what she wanted to wow. say on her own account. So, like, I think there were little glimpses of this her. This just goes to show you, like, we think that celebrities or artists because I'm thinking about the halftime show thing which we're not going to talk well, about. Oh we can if you want to. Well I don't, we're, I mean timing wise I don't know if we. I mean our question's so short okay. <laughs> that if you really want to talk I, about Super Bowl like, we can. this speaks to that because we like to say like oh they have a choice of what they do and what they don't do but I think this is a good example of like that's not really true. Like, yeah, was, they have a lot of pressures from a lot of different sources. They were very controlling to like her being able to, it was Wow. That was, that was like. That's crazy because she pays them, right? I mean. Yeah, one of them was her dad, but then the other people oh. were just like her managers or yeah. they were just like, yeah, we just like don't want you to do this and we don't want you to alienate fan bases, yada, yada, yada. And it was just like. That's so crazy. I could it was, never do that. It was, that was tough. Like I, for that part, I was like, girl, like that sucks. Like you can see why people who are celebrities, when you think back about Britney being a little bit crazy you think about that and you're like no wonder some of these people lose their shit when that's what you have to deal with just for wanting to like do something on your own they were like reacting to her like she was a serial killer it, it was it was like she said i want to go out and murder people today it was it was that bad you, like, you well, ha- we just feel like that will alienate some of your fan base well they were like your life is going to be in danger and you can't it was like a wow. lot of pushback but that's pro- i mean her life could already be in danger totally she said stalkers and people yeah she said somebody was in her apartment sleeping in her bed wow that's what really prompted her to want to be like have this because the person in tennessee who was running for the senate was a woman republican who didn't believe in like the w- protection of women against violence Oh, she didn't believe in, like, the VAWA act and yes. stuff like that. So yeah. Taylor was just like, that's scary to me because somebody was literally stalking me. She's like, it's important for me to speak yeah. out about this. Yeah. So anyway, it was it was good. And there were some elements of it where you were like, oh, wow, this seems like I can see who you are. Mm-hmm. And then there were some where I was like, okay, it's back just to you being yourself. And that's kind of gotcha. fine. Well, thanks for the review. Yes, everyone go and watch it just so you can have your own review. Um, but otherwise that's pretty much what I've been up to and it was that and working and that's pretty much it. So let's jump into our topic. Okay. Sounds good. So the topic for this week is self-perception. So do you feel like you have different personas? Do I feel like I have different personas? Um, I feel like every situation, especially, um, well, I guess the personas would be for different relationships, right? Uh, or, yeah, like work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that you have different dynamics in every relationship. So in that way, I think, yes, I do have different personas because I think that the dynamics for every relationship, I respond differently and act like differently to a nuanced level. I don't think it's a big level. Um, but I think I, I think... What I've really been trying to do, especially within the last few years, is be myself as much as I can. Okay. Does that answer the question? Yes. Like, okay. you have different person, but you've been trying to be 
yourself more with every person who you meet. Yes. Yes. Be more vulnerable. Be Mm -hmm. more real. Share my truth. Um, You know, all the, all the cliche phrases I could possibly authenticity hashtag authenticity I like that hashtag though (laughs) no I know but it's just like I I don't know it's hard to be authentic though like I think sometimes you don't even know like really who you are which I think is that's true uh, that's what people and that's why I think self-perception is a struggle because you can wake up and be like I feel like this like Mm -hmm. I feel that these are the things that sum me up but then, like, maybe somebody else would, like, fill out the same... T- like, you could say, like, select five words that you think would be good for Jamie. And, like, you may select five words. And then I may select, like, five totally different words. And, like, your mom might select different words than yeah. you or me. Yeah. So it's tough because... So even though you feel the certain way that you do, I think your self-perception, my self-perception, is really impacted by, like, how other people see me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I can wake up in the morning with a clean slate and be like, I feel these things about myself. Like, I don't know what those mm-hmm. things are, but, like... That was just my shaking. She, she had to shake it off. off. Like Taylor Swift. Shake it off. She knew. Um, but, like, I, you know, I wake up and I could feel like, oh, I feel like I'm a really open-minded person. And I'm really fair. And I'm always happy. Um, like whatever. I don't know. Those could be like how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might be like, no, you're a real bummer. <laughs> like you're a real bummer to be around. And yeah. like, what's you- that like for you to hear when it's a different perception than what you perceive? I've never had someone tell me I was a bummer. That's like not, well, usually like the fact that I think I'm pretty positive. Most people also see that. Mm-hmm. So then for me, it feels true that I'm very positive. Mm-hmm. But if I say like, you know, I don't really think that I have Sometimes it's a struggle for me because I'll be like, I don't really think I have that aggressive of a personality. Like, mm-hmm. I think I consider myself to be pretty chill. Mm-hmm. I think that's because in my mind, I'm an absolute bitch. And so, like, the things that come out of my mouth, I think, I though, think are tame. you also respect directness, which is what you are. Yes. And so, so some other people don't have that. Right. And I think also just it. because I constantly feel like I'm censoring myself, consider myself to be direct. But I partially think I'm direct because people have told me that I'm really direct. So then mm. I've said, okay, now I self-identify as a person who's really direct. But Got I wonder it. if nobody told me that. Would yeah, I would have... you see that? Yes. Yeah. And so that's what I mean is like sometimes I, I can't really differentiate that because I, for as long as I've remembered, I've always felt that way. But it could be because even when I was little, my mom would have these friends and their children were very buttoned up, and I've always been, like, very talkative. Like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, whatever I wanted to say. <laughs> and so, like, my mom's friends would always be like, oh, my God, like, she's so rude, would be what they would say. And my mom would be like, no, she's not rude. She just, like, has her own opinion, and I let her, like... Nice. My mom's very, for your mom. She's very, like, open with that. She's like, mm-hmm. I want you to feel free to express yourself. I don't want to stifle you. Mm-hmm. But, like, because ever since... I can... That's my longest memory is people saying that about me. Then mm-hmm. I automatically think, like, maybe that's just... Like, how maybe I am that way. And so, to say that I'm direct, I think that that's been something that I've tried to work on. Because before, I was feeling really bad because people... That's true. I I think to a certain extent, I'm thinking about, like, in my life, there are certain things that I feel like people have been judgmental about. Mm -hmm. And so then I just don't share those parts with them. What do you feel like people have been judgmental about? Oh, like my dating life, for example. So, you know, I just don't talk about that with them if if I'm dating um or if I'm in a relationship you know it's not just I shouldn't say it's just being single but it's like they just are judgmental about um you know my relationships in general or maybe what I'm how I'm handling my business 
oh. is might be another example. So there's just things that I've noticed there's sensitivities around, or I know I get sensitive around, uh, because I don't think it's just them saying something, but it's also how it hits me, right? And so then I just know that that's just not an area that I'm going to share. That's and that fair. might after I should say the steps usually before that are like noticing there's a pattern where mm-hmm. this happens, trying to engage with them about it, right? And then if that doesn't work, then it's like, okay, well, and I think we all kind of do this. We all kind of censor certain parts that maybe, and maybe it's like we just have shame about it. And yeah. And so we don't talk about that. And I think part. it can create like a reactive behavior too. Sure. So like I know for me, because I always feel like maybe I'm more direct or blunt than other people, if I do something and then I feel like those people are upset about it. Mm-hmm. We talked about this earlier that we have some people that we know that, like, they just completely continue to go along with whatever they're doing. And they're just like, I'm just accepting this as my truth and I'm not going to change or apologize about mm-hmm. that at all. I don't do that. I tend to apologize and I try to, like, placate the person. I'll be like, oh, well, like, I'm sorry. And, you know, but, like, this is still really great or, like, whatever it is that I did that I thought made them feel uncomfortable. I'll try to, like, backpedal a little bit. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I'm working on is, like, there has to be a fine line between being the person who, like, placates and apologizes because then I walk away and I feel really bad. And then the person who's exactly just a complete asshole. what you're talking about. I was just talking about it in my last therapy session about this. Because then, yeah, you feel like it's, like, okay, you're doing the, like, really adult thing by taking accountability. And then they don't. And then, yeah, you walk away with, like, your tail between your legs. It's And, and and this and then they sort of look at you in this pity way yeah. too like that's kind of their response yeah. and it's like ugh so i'm trying not to like i'm trying not to apologize like i i, I unless the like i'm trying to just feel it unless i know that i did something that was like uh-huh big. i think there's a way to be accountable without yes. apologizing yes like if i feel yeah. like i did something really wrong then i will but i i don't know i think i'm trying to get to a place where i'm not just saying sorry cuz like a lot of the times, like, that is really what I felt, and I, I don't think I've actually ever done anything where it was, like, I mean, I have, but, like, not recently <laughs> have I done anything where it was, like, this was malicious. So, I guess what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do mm-hmm. with my self-perception is be, like, I'm okay with how I am, and as long as I feel good about the fact that, like, what makes me feel good is to feel like I'm not doing anything to intentionally be hurtful to someone. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's really what it is, is, like, at the core, I don't want to hurt other people, And so, like, if I feel like I haven't done something to intentionally hurt this person, I'm not going to apologize. Unless the person says, hey, what you did hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. And then I will. But a lot of the times somebody hasn't even said anything to me and they might have been fine. And I took it upon myself to, like, walk up the martyr hill of feeling sorry for my behavior and I'm so sad. And it's like, maybe the person was fine. And, like, I felt bad, like, because. Yeah. And, like, I've just decided that because, like, now I have this perception of myself that I'm too much. Mm-hmm. So now I'm apologizing. So I've just tried to be like, I think that I'm enough. I think I'm okay. And if somebody tells me I hurt them, then then yes, yes. I should do that. But yes. if if they haven't, then I, I think, shouldn't. Yeah, trusting that someone will come to you and really feeling confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree with all those things. And making sure that the person feels like you are a person who they can tell that. That's something right. that I want right. to make sure that yes. I do too. And, and I think also... Um, although this might speak to the question a little bit, but... Do you um, want me to read the question? I can. Yeah, maybe we should just go yeah, into that. Yeah, we can jump into our question. talks about, yeah, I, I, that was one of my big thoughts. Perfect. So, that I was gonna mention. the question this week is super short. Um, it's a person says, now that I've been in therapy 
a while. Um, I feel myself changing for the better, but I find that people's perception of me remains the same. How do I help them see me in a different light? Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking of here too because um, – so I'm going to tell a story. Okay. I'm going to – yeah, because I think it's helpful to – talk about it in this way but it's a it's going to take a little bit of time so sometimes I do this where I tell roundabout stories but anyways perfect that's what I love that (laughs) yeah so Iris knows this about me and some people listening might know but I uh a few years ago well I guess it's more than I think it was like five years ago around New Year's I went on a silent meditation retreat and this silent meditation retreat was 10 days and it was uh, called no they use what's called noble silence what that means is no, um, not only no talking, but no eye contact, no reading, no writing, no phone, no internet, nothing. Um, and I didn't necessarily do that. I definitely went in and out of silence, but it was really interesting either way. While I was there though, um, I mean, they go so far with the noble silence as they do allow you to ask questions that you can put on a board Um, that you can leave and that you can then have them answer at some point. They also have a few times where you meet in the same group and you break silence and you can talk about how you're doing. They actually want you to talk about how you're doing so they know you're not going insane Um, and, you know, ask questions. So I ended up posting um, a question up there, but they do tell you that, like, really think about why you're writing this. Like, do you really have something to write or do you just want to write? Because right. even that is breaking silence. And I, at the time, I was like, wow, th- this is kind of stringent. But I, I get it because the idea is, is that you want to take away all the places of holding, all the places of distraction, so you're just really left with yourself. And how do you do that? Um, so anyways, I did write a question, and the question was, I'm a therapist, and I would love to know how to help other people along their path. Like this is really helpful doing meditation and how do I get involved in learning so I can be a teacher and support them. And they, no one responded. So I kind of thought maybe I, that wasn't a question they felt was worth an answer because they did say, write it and we'll answer some of them. We won't answer all of them. And what I took away internally was, oh, this is about me. This isn't about my clients and I need to be here for myself. Well, then I think it was in the middle of the week this happened. So we had our second, I had my second meeting with a group of people and the, and one of the teachers and he, you know, was saying like, does anyone have any questions? And um, people were asking questions and I said, well, I did have one that didn't get answered. So I don't know if it's something that shouldn't be answered. And when I asked it, he was like, oh no, I don't know if I saw that question. So it was, that wasn't what they were trying to say. Right. But it was so, what he said was so insightful. He said, the best thing that you can do to teach other people about meditation is practice yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Have it come out in your behavior. And that's also something they said about this retreat. There's a lot of things you could say about it, but don't. Mm -hmm. Just be who you are after this experience and they'll see. So that's kind of what I'm thinking here is like, giving it time and letting people see it through your actions and that's what I was going to say about like when we have conflict um, or when we realize maybe we need to be accountable for something sometimes it's better to just have it come out in our like we've realized we need to change and have it come out in that change behavior versus talking about it a lot of people say like um what is it you have to walk the walk instead of talking yes exactly you just have to change how exactly you're behaving towards people and this um, is so hard 
because I love talking. Me too. I'm su- I'm such a big talker. I think maybe not as much as I used to be because I think it was partially because of anxiety. Sure. Um, but yeah, I really want to share. So, but it is, I think, so much deeper to really see it. I mean, I really believe in actions speak louder than words. I do too. I think that, so, I think we both agree you should just continue on the path that you're on and just continue to be the change that you want to see. Like, even though that sounds terrible, like, yeah, the cliche, yeah. but... That's it's what true. you should do. And but if people aren't seeing it, then that might say something, too. That's like, what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Like, maybe, no, no, that's okay. I was going to uh-huh. say, like, sometimes, though, people... I remember that, like, one of the reasons that I stopped wanting to be good friends with Erin is she kept saying... It, like, for some reason, like, really pissed me off that she kept saying, like, first of all, I would say, like, I really want to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Just one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you want to have a child. And that's a shitty thing to say to somebody who's your friend. Like, that's just shitty. But then also, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Like, I, this would be, like, a conversation we're having several times. But, uh-huh. like, sure. Yes, I do. And then <laughs> she would be like, well. And I'd say, like, yes, I really. Like, our friend Sarah, who you met, she has a little yeah. girl. And yeah. I would always say, like, I really want to have a little girl. Now, I don't really care. I, like, used to really want a little girl. And now, like, probably because I'm getting closer to actually maybe really having a baby. I'm kind of like, well, as long as it's fine and yeah, not as long toes. as it's healthy I don't really care what it is which is mm-hmm. truly how I feel I've had like um yeah. one of my friends friends she was not an asshole well also don't have a kid who's yeah, an asshole, I don't want to have an asshole kid also <laughs> like early late 30s mid 30s you early 30s when people that you know start having kids and it's not so easy as like when we're in our 20s and we're like oh my god I hope I don't get pregnant yeah you're like it's like a tear it's a fear right, then you right. start seeing people around you and you're like well shit I really just hope that I'm okay <laughs> like it starts to become that level so, but anyway, like, I would say, like, I really want to have a little girl, and um, she would be like, oh, I can't believe you'd want to have a little girl, because you're so blunt. She's like, you're so blunt, you would hurt your little girl's feelings, and, like, you shouldn't do that, you should want to have a boy. It was a terrible thing to what? say. Yeah, it was just, like, not a nice thing to say, and it was one of the things that, like, really used to piss me off about her, but then also would start to get in my head, like I said earlier, like, oh my god, am I too blunt? Am I really that mean that people who are my closest friends would say this about me? And then she would say it and the other two girls, like, the other people that we would hang out with were there and they wouldn't say anything. Mm. And so I was like, well, maybe this is just true. But then I thought about it and one of the things I thought about, like, that made me feel better and then made me feel like, okay, maybe this just isn't the right relationship for me, mm-hmm. is I thought about, like, I'm a woman and I think I'm really great. I think mm-hmm. I've done a lot of really good things. I'm very, like, happy with myself. I think I have to grow but I think I'm a good person, and I think that, like, I would be proud if I was my own child. Like, I've done things that are good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm accomplished. Like, I'm a good child. Like, nothing wrong with me at all. And my mother, if you ever meet her, is the most blunt, I'm doing quotations, <laughs> person ever. She will flat out tell me, like, if I'm not being nice, if I'm being kind of a bitch. Like, she's like, you need to, like, stop quitting jobs just because you don't like the people there. Like, she will tell me <laughs> like it is 100%. And I think that's probably why I am the way that I am. And I'm like, and I'm fucking great. So, like, okay, I'll have a child and it'll be great. Like, why? Like, to me, also, it's hard to say, like, from a woman to a woman that you feel like a woman being direct would make for a bad woman. That's also just, like, problematic to a way that I would think, too. So, So my point to this listener is if you are being your best self and, like, you've really come to peace with, like, how you are and then you're still surrounded by people who are choosing to see these things about yourself that maybe you're really happy about that you see as attributes are kind of still being really negative maybe those just aren't your people right that's yeah also could be a potential too so right, right. just keep being true to yourself doing the change that you that you 
and your therapist are working on to get you to a place where you feel good about yourself. And then if other people don't see that or don't accept that, then they can't be a part of your life because that sounds toxic. Yeah, I agree. That's it. Those are our thoughts. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. Those are my thoughts too. Oh my God. Yeah. We're going to restaurant week now. Yay. Okay. Well, it was good talking to you guys. (laughs) Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a comment or a message. Um, and be nice to yourself this week too. Yes. I love that. Yes. Okay. Bye. This year has us all wanting to be healthier and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 